Welcome to Micah Bradford Connected, where we bring together hope and information to help support your life. Join us on this journey in connecting the dots and finding answers to your most challenging health issues. So, let's connect, where no topic is off limits. Common interests prevail, but opinions don't always align. This is Micah Bradford Connected. Welcome back to Connected with Micah Bradford. It's great to have you with me. You know, this last week has been interesting to say the least, and I definitely had a few reminders. So today we're going to talk about continuing the quest for answers. So not sure how many of you out there have had chronic health issues personally, or maybe you have a family member, loved one that you're caring for that does. So for me, I have multiple family members. But of course, my son, Jake, we continue to always look for physicians that stay abreast to new research, if there are any new products, things that will come out and be able to improve the quality of his life. And this past week, it was one of those moments where it was a very, very stark reminder of the journeys that we have had over the past many years on seeking out information, seeking out answers, seeking for services, seeking for providers who have more to offer than just the general assessment. You know, for us, it's his hearing and sound sensitivities and noises. For all of you, it could be a number of things. It could be weight loss. It could be hormone therapy. It could be managing, you know, issues with blood sugar. There's so many new innovative, whether it's products or tools or supports that come out each year. And so for us, I am constantly looking to see what new studies have been published, what information is out there. And when I arranged Jake's schedule to be able to go to another doctor appointment, I was hoping that we would find a response of learning about new testing, maybe something that could look at the nerves tied in with hearing. Maybe we could look at, are there any new assessments that have evolved from the typical hearing test? And it was interesting that the reality of regardless of what information you're seeking, as long as the world keeps spinning and science and technology continues to expand, I'm the type of person that is going to keep looking. And the reality that a closed door is hard to take, but many times can be the gateway or the catalyst that just moves you to the next new beginning. And I had to remind myself of that as we had been fortunate, his primary care physician had helped us look for an ENT that fell within the parameters of his coverage and he was affiliated with a university And so I was really excited, really stoked, thinking, all right, we're going to go in there and he's probably going to have something new. And we've got an audiologist in the office and we're going to go through and we're going to revisit and do some basic testing. And so after getting Jake back home, which was organizing scheduling with my schedule, his schedule, then driving an hour to the appointment, then waiting for 30 minutes. So for any of you, I mean, waiting in a new physician's office is work to begin with, right? So I had all my paperwork filled out 
ahead of time because I have been conditioned to be a very good parent patient (laughs) and have all of that taken care of up front. Had the ID cards, you name it. Had my guardianship papers, all of it. And we ended up waiting and he did great. Did great in the waiting room. He was excited about having a new doctor take a look at him because his constant concern has been that noises are too loud. He says, too loud, too loud. And he's consistently asking me for earplugs like his papa, meaning he wants to turn the volume down versus turning the volume up. So we're there in the office and, you know, I've learned not to get too excited. And I'm sure that some of you, if you've gone in and you're meeting a new doctor and, and there's a part of you that you want to have this, this hope, you've got to hold on to hope, right? And the anticipation of maybe this guy's going to have something new. Maybe he's going to have been exposed to new testing. Maybe there's that one thing, just one more doctor, one more look. Maybe they'll have something that's going to help improve the quality of his life or the quality of your life, depending on what you're looking for. Maybe you've struggled with chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia. Maybe you, in the situation of like my daughter and with other families that I've associated with now, that you have symptoms that can't be explained. The passing out, the low blood pressure, you know, dots that get connected that eventually you find the answer. But when you're searching... It's relentless because it could be a situation where they just say, oh, it's just low blood pressure or, oh, we don't know. You just have migraines (laughs) instead of being able to connect the dots and see further. So if you've been there, I can relate because I've been there. I've been there where we walk into the doctor's office and literally are praying our way as we walk up to the counter, as we've even driven over to the office hoping that we would walk away with more knowledge, more journal references, more resources. And then you get to that moment where you're there and you start to have the conversation with a professional and they're gracious and they're kind. But just like last week in my situation, I realized within the first five minutes There was nothing new to be had. And in that moment, I was thankful that this particular physician was very thoughtful, very thoughtful, very kind. And so for that, I had gratitude beyond. But as I'm standing there talking and asking questions about testing and other resources, I realized that he was not the guy. (laughs) So what I want to talk about today is what are some things that when you're looking to set up an appointment with a new doctor or a new medical professional, what are some things that you need to think about, whether it's for you or whether it's for your child, what are some basic questions? And these are questions that historically I would ask, I would talk to the office manager, I would speak to his nurse, um, typically to go through and kind of get a feel for the practitioner and If their resources and the information they were familiar with and their services met the needs of what I was looking for. So we're going to talk about what are some of the things that can help you ensure when you have been living with chronic health issues, whether it's for you or your child, and you're looking for additional answers, some innovation 
to treatments, protocols, what are some of the things that maybe can help weed out the providers that don't have the depth of information or information with the specificity you're looking for? So one of the first things I do is learn more about the history of the provider. So did I do my homework? Yes, I did. I looked up to see what website the practice had. I looked to see what credentials, where the provider went to school. Was there any mention of areas of interest? And that's always good to have a perspective of what do they gravitate towards? Because typically, if you can find a provider that not only is in that field of medicine, but gravitates specifically towards the attribute or area that you're looking for information on, there's going to be a higher probability that they stay in touch with the most current, relevant resources in that area. Also, trying to get a feel for bedside manner. Asking some questions to the office manager or even the nurse, and then if you can connect with other people that have used the provider to find out, are they open to interventions that you use? I know one of the main questions that I get a lot whenever families call or when I'm talking to people that are looking for new providers is, well, are they knowledgeable about nutrition and supplementation with dietary supplements? That's a big question. Because a lot of families these days want to go from least to most. So if there's an issue, they often, if it's an infection, they would look at using uh, various herbs, depending on the level of infection, obviously. Um, But whether it's oregano and olive leaf and things like that. So that whenever they're talking to their provider about approaching health issues as they occur, that there is truly a partnership And a meshing of ideas of what does it look like if we're using you as a provider for treatment? What are you going to be comfortable with that is part of my philosophy for my family in the treatment of their care? So that's one of the things. Also, what companies have they worked for? Have they been here in the area? Did they just move here? And learning what is their why? If you can find out, that is incredibly helpful with connecting with your provider. And when you have chronic health issues or you have a loved one with chronic health issues, at least I know I do, I want to create a relationship that has longevity. There is nothing worse than having to flip-flop providers. To have that comfort of familiarity with the staff in the front office with the nurses, with the doctor, with them, not only having your chart, but being familiar with your specific health issues is such a blessing and a gift. So when you're doing that and you've gone through asking questions that are appropriate and that you can to the staff, then making that decision, do you look at next steps? So if they're in your network or if you're paying cash, What is the cash price? I mean, once you've determined those foundational issues into whether or not is it sustainable and reasonable to do next steps of making an appointment, then doing so. Also looking at what are services? Have they expanded services in their practice? How often do they integrate or have they integrated new offerings? That kind of gives you a perspective of whether or not they are continuing to grow 
And from a business standpoint, that's interesting because we've seen physicians and I love it. I love whenever from a business development standpoint, they're dynamic and they're consistently adding either new professionals to the practice or supports or different areas of treatment. And so that's one of the things that I look for because that tells me that when I come to them with information or, hey, have you seen this study? Hey, is this something that would be applicable for Jake? Is this something reasonable? So those are some things when you're looking. Also, are they working, finding out if if the practitioner is comfortable with working with a team of providers? Quite often, whenever you have a child with a higher level of need and health issues, you don't just have one doctor. It's not just one primary care physician and that's it. It's often that there's an allergist, that there's a gastroenterologist, that there are multiple specialists involved. And so to have a practitioner that embraces the communication with other specialties and will help in being dynamic with creating treatment plans is priceless. And it's important because there's nothing worse than being in a situation where you're trying to make the best decision for yourself or for your child. And in order to do so, you need feedback from one practitioner that directly impacts what your other team members will be implementing. So when you look at that, that to me is that's a huge, huge aspect of having a team and knowing, is that person going to be the right fit for the group? And in the end, if after you've done all that and you come to the day where it's time to have the appointment and you are there and you realize that you are not going to be walking away with the new resources, the information or answers to the problem at hand, there's one thing you must still do. And that is you have to hold on to hope. As I drove away from that doctor's office last week, I, on one hand, was frustrated because I I knew better. I knew not to get my hopes up too high, thinking that we'd find the next best thing. But at the same time, I had to remind myself that this was part of the process, that a closed door, a closed door, a closed door ended up directing me to many of the doors that were open that significantly have impacted Jacob's life in a positive way. And not just Jacob's life, with other family members with health issues. It's a process and remembering to not be discouraged when you've gone in thinking that this person may be part of the solution. This person may be part of the answer. And you walk out feeling empty-handed. So holding on to hope so that you can continue your pilgrimage, whatever that may be. You may be, as I said, looking for help with hormones or, or menopause or diabetes or weight loss or depression. Maybe chronic fatigue that you've looked at different supports. You've tried dietary interventions, a number of things. And you're just looking for that support and direction on how you can make life the best it can be for you or for your loved one. So in continuing the quest for answers, I hope that you'll be encouraged and continue to hold on to hope 
that when you're looking for someone to help in solving the most pertinent questions pertaining to your life or to your families, that you keep on. You keep on keeping on. And don't let the moment or the practitioner or the situation be a thing that discourages you. Because I can assure you that in two decades, if I would have stopped whenever I came upon a roadblock, or if I would have been dismissive of the hope I had when a professional would tell me that Jake would not progress, that it it was what it was. It is what it is. We would not be where we're at today. So I hope that you will keep your eye on the prize. Keep looking up. Don't be discouraged. And when that appointment turns out to possibly be a big nothing burger, (laughs) you walk out with your head up, close that door, And the first thing you say is next, because holding on to hope and connecting the dots is exactly the way you get to the answers that you're searching for. So thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to being with you again. Be sure to follow our podcast. You can sign up at Micah Bradford at connectedwithmicahbradford.com and receive our monthly newsletter to learn about what hot topics we'll be discussing and featured guests that we'll begin to have scheduled. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. So hit us up. Give us some feedback. Let me know what topics or life experiences have rocked your world. What do you want to hear about? What do you need support with? We're going to be booking our special guest, medical professionals, uh, people in the community that absolutely are going to bring joy and information and light to connect the dots to hope and encourage you. So join in the conversation and hit us up on social media, add some comments to our podcast. And until then, we look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.